0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here
1: on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning. My name is Ben Frost and I'm alongside the microphone with Father Brandon Moravitz and we are hosting this morning in Virginia, Minnesota at the amazing Holy Spirit Catholic Church. And we've had a great show so far and uh, many great guests. And we have another fantastic uh, segment coming up here. We're welcoming Justin Fatika, and he's from Hard as Nails Ministry. And I just wanted to welcome to the show Justin. It's good to have you on today.
2: Well, Ben and Father Brandon, I'm honored to serve. I got one more day. I got one more day. Everybody remember that. Forget about tomorrow. <laughs> Forget about yesterday, it's gone. Get the confession, stop spanking yourself, and let's go. Amen.
1: We got the day in front of us. So before we dive into uh, Lent, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and maybe how you got connected to Hard as Nails ministry.
2: Yeah, when I was 17 years old, I had a radical conversion. A priest jacked me up on a wall, called me a few names, said he was speaking in tongues. Some of you might know who he is, Father Larry Richards.
1: Mm, Wow.
2: Him and I, Father Larry was my teacher when I was 17 years old. And we went at it. After that experience, he wrote me a letter. And it said, I don't like you. And you don't like me. But I pray for you every day by name. Wow. I never met anybody that prayed for somebody they didn't like. <laughs> I ended up making some mistakes. I go on a retreat that he invites me to, even through that experience. And from there, I had a radical conversion. I went started going to daily mass as, as a 17-year-old. There were three kids in the chapel. Three kids. I said, man, I used to have parties with 40, 50 people. I can't go have a party with God with three people. <laughs> that week, I go into the hallways. I went to an all-boys prep school in the PA, where, where Father and I started this journey. And I started doing what he did. I started jacking people up for, for Jesus. And all of a sudden, I got 15 guys in the chapel. And at the end of the week, he goes, T.K., he goes, how'd you get all these people here? I go, the same way you did. I said, let's go. We need God. He goes, all right, keep up the good work. And uh, why I tell that story is I was young, you know, uninformed on on, on how to do it. But look, I had a model, Father Richard, in my life. He was a mentor. He was my Paul. I was the Timothy. My mother was the Barnabas, uh, being that encouragement to me. And you know what? I dedicated my life to Jesus Christ. Wow. On this retreat thing, Jesus, you died for me. I'm going to die for you. And so hard as Nails came about through my conversion. And any good gift of the Lord comes from our conversion. Hmm. Uh, when I was 22 years old, I had a dream that we were going to do fitness centers, encounter events, and we were going to build arena of souls all hmm. throughout this country. Amen. And right now our mission is building its first your amazing fitness center in Syracuse, New York. We travel all throughout within the 44 states, seven countries, traveling all over millions of people we've impacted since 2002. We're on our 20th anniversary. And we have uh, l- lay young adult missionaries. And actually, five of them will be in Fargo and Bismarck for anywhere from 10 to 20 days this month. And we're just pumped to, to keep it going. I could go on and on and on about the story, it, it, I, I'd be here forever. So I'm just glad to be here.
3: Hey Justin, it's a it's a Father Brandon. You're you're not excited and passionate at all, are you?
2: Well, I love <laughs> pasta sauce. You know, like like I'm really excited. My mother my mother made homemade ravioli, and I tell you what. So my theory is that if you if you get excited, right? If you get excited for pasta, you better get excited for Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, Amen, like brother. you know like you know like that's why I tell people they go to like a game and they're like all pumped up for, you know, the Vikings. I don't know how they do that. but <laughs> I think and, and you're like going to church and saying you hate your life. Seriously, we need to be passionate. Passionate means, as you know, Father, to suffer with. Hmm. We have to be the most passionate. Hmm. And that's what our ministry, Hearts as Nails, does. We reach the hardest of hearts. Yeah. We want to make a world where no one suffers alone. That's our dream. That's hmm. our vision. That every person we meet, we say, "You're not suffering alone. Christ suffers with you." Or, "I've been through A, B, and C." Yeah. And that's so. Anyway, so I have to be excited about Jesus. If not, I'm wasting my life away.
3: Justin, I, I can't help but just ask. I mean, so someone's out there listening right now, and they're like, "Who is this guy? Why is he so fired up?" You know. And and we need this passion in the church. We need this fire. Like we're in desperate need of it. And so, just I mean, for somebody that's listening out there. Speak to their heart right now and just invite them to that passion for the Lord. Um, this Lenten season is supposed to be a time where we start burning for Jesus and burning for souls. And it's clear that you have that passion, but what about that person that's driving their car right now and they're feeling kind of just, ugh. like, wh- what do you have to say to them? How, how, how does that passion come about in one's heart?
2: Well, I think we need to listen. Hmm. We need to listen to our Father, number one, and spend time saying, Lord, where do I need your help? And then once we listen and we say, hey, I'm lonely or I'm afraid or "or maybe I'm struggling with my marriage or struggling with this job opportunity, you take that suffering to our Lord. And so what I say is you pray. I call it pit power, P-I-T, right? You pray. You go to the Father and bring Him that suffering. Then you invite someone else because we go two by two to share their suffering after you share yours. So we need to listen to others and invite them to share with us, hey, I'm lonely. You don't want to go through your loneliness alone. Hmm. You know, Catholics are sometimes called the frozen chosen, you know. Like, (laughs) we've got to stop being the frozen chosen. Um, And lastly, we have to tell others, But guess what, I want to invite you, I'm suffering right now. They're like, you, you seem like you have it all together. Yeah, things aren't going right all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and it hurts. And for my own life, you know, I I coach basketball. I've got kids I work with that don't have dad, that never met their dad. I got kids that I I work with that have a mom and a dad, but they don't know their hearts. They don't know what they're going through, and they don't share and have that intimacy in their faith or in their life. We need to pray and invite and tell people Mm -hmm. that, guess what? Our suffering is not for ourselves. Those who sow in tears will reap in joy. Mm -hmm. The joy comes in the morning when we take our suffering to him in the morning and in the evening at the end of the day say, we shared all of our cross. And we rose with him at the end of the day because he yeah. said we did all we could to share the love of God. Be so that's man. how I do it, and I just listen to people suffering, and that gets me fired up. I'll be honest, because we we've, we've got to stop focusing, you know, on ourselves.
3: And and Justin, one of the things that I'm i kind of struck by um, is that you're talking about journeying with someone that's suffering, not just fixing all the suffering that you bring it no. to the Lord, right? Because I think in our culture, in our world, we're we're so caught up in fixing all of the problems as opposed to inviting Jesus into the suffering and then letting someone journey with you through the suffering. That's such a different message than what we're bombarded with in our culture. It's always we're trying to fix things as opposed to invite the man, Jesus Christ, into the suffering.
2: Yeah, you, you know, Band Father brand. like, I, I don't know if you've seen the cross lately during Lent, if you really looked at it. He didn't really fix too much, the God, the Father. Amen. He, let, he, he was like, here we go. <laughs> you know, here it comes. And when Maria Goretti was getting destroyed, he, he didn't stop that. He said, let me show you that the power of hell, the power of sin and shame and worry cannot, cannot overpower the love of God. That's why the cross this Lent season, we have to look at a crucifix and go, if Christ through his Father transcended the cross, then we can transcend anything. Like I told you, no problems, right? Just opportunities. That's what the cross is. No pain at the cross. It's only gain. Our crosses are meant to enlighten others' hearts. With the love of God, I mean, if if everyone would just share their crosses every day, this world would be a better place.
3: Amen. I, I was I've been writing notes here. You just gave him my whole Good Friday homily, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm ready to preach it. I
2: have it. call me. I have three priests. They call me religiously. They're like, "Fatika, what's God giving you today?" So no problem, Father. Anytime.
1: So, Justin, like. How do we, We obviously, we we live in a world where there is a lot of suffering. There is, especially today, so much isolation. Like, how do you, in your ministry, Heart as Nails, like, how do you penetrate that? How do you, like, practically, like, get into that? Because a lot of times, people don't want to listen sometimes, but we need to, like, listen. So how do you, like, in your work, like, how does that look? How do you penetrate into people's sufferings and listen to them and engage them to bring them that joy that you're talking about?
2: Well, I'll give you two tools we use, and they're very simple. One is this term we use. We're making it, we're hoping just like Dominic and Francis that it will be a Catholic term one day. It's, you're amazing. And people are like, that's this. What are you talking about? Very simple. I I, I was at a basketball tournament last week. I go up to this man, I go, you're amazing. And he's like, he's from, you know, Brooklyn or something. So he's like, how do you know that? And I go, because you're a dad. And he goes, yeah, and I'm a, he's like tearing up, right? He goes, and I'm a grandpa too. (laughs) And I gave him a big hug. He goes, I'm going to give you a free t-shirt tomorrow. I'm running that booth over there. (laughs) Then I talked to him the next day and he shared all about his life. But it was just by that mere sense of sincerity that you really believe in that person. And do you know through that term, you're amazing? It saved people's lives saying, I want to end my life. I went to Panera Bread one time. I said, You're amazing. God has a plan and purpose for your life. And it penetrated. Hmm. It penetrated that person, Rachel's heart. She said, I was going to come into work today and end my life. But when you shared that, she emailed me. And so that's one. Two is this three questions. Three questions. You want to penetrate somebody's heart. If you want to help somebody and walk with them, ask them this question: these three questions. We call it passion formation. First question is, "Hey, this is the challenge I'm going through. What are you going through?" If they say nothing, who cares? Ask them the next question: "Hey, they're seeing you're struggling because you're being authentic. Go. What are you grateful for? Because you want to claim to the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the great, grateful feast of, of all mankind. Yeah. Oh, I'm grateful for." You know, that this cross helped me to be more humble. and know I'm a puff of smoke, as James 4.14 says, And I'm thankful that I know that I'm just going to appear and disappear. And you know what? Tomorrow isn't promised. So I'm just thankful for being with you right now. And just, and in what, the last question,
1: yeah, just what I up? want to do as a teaser so we can get people. We're, we're going to be going yeah, into break. Go but I want you to save that one for when we come back. Uh, I, I want you to be able to tell our, our guests. So stay with us. We're going to be right back.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network.
4: Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul illuminated by a ray of his final grace turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow! We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back
1: to the show. And Welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning. I'm Ben Frost. Uh, uh, next to Father Brandon Moravitz this morning, we are your hosts. And we're at, in Virginia, Minnesota, Holy Spirit Catholic Church. And this last segment we've been talking with Justin Fatika from Hard as Nails Ministry and as we were closing out the last segment, he was uh, going through three questions that uh, were supposed to ask. So I'm going to hand it back to, to Justin to finish off that third question.
2: Yeah, I mean, we have to start asking people in our lives, how can we pray for that? You know. So the first question being, hey, what challenge are you going through? Hey, this is what I'm grateful for. What are you grateful for? And then ask, wait, hey, what do you need prayers for? I do this with my family. I have five kids, um, you know, and I, when I do with my family, my kids are so open. And they would say, hey, Dad, I need prayers for this, this, and this. Or we have to go back to the basics. What we strive to do at Heart is now to simplify things, you know, and, and that, that's, that's, that's our goal, you know. And these three questions, what challenges do you face, what are you grateful for, and what do you need prayers for? Just that simple way. If we just tested that out with one person, I ask every person who's listening, go ask, just tell five people you're amazing and God has a plan for your life. I bet you one out of five, like, really? Do you know what I'm going through? I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. And I bet you if you, one person or or your family, once a week you ask those three questions, hey, after dinner, do that to close out Lent. After dinner's done, say we're just going to share these and then read the upcoming gospel because that's what we do. Hmm. We we share those three questions and then we reflect on the upcoming gospel of the the weekend so we can prepare for Father and 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 the church um, the church's uh, gospel and, and it works so. Yeah, Justin I really I really
3: appreciate like those specific three questions. Um, I think often as a pastor, you know, parents will come to me or families will come to me and say like how do I pray as a family? What do we do and I don't know how to pray and, and like what you're asking is three very practical questions that lead us to the heart of Jesus. And parents out there are, or maybe you're an engaged couple getting ready to get married and you're trying to figure out how do we start a spiritual life together or maybe you're just you you don't even know why you're listening to the radio right now. All right? The conversation you can have with the Lord and with others is exactly what Justin just said. What are you going through? What are you facing right now? What, what What's happening? And then what are you grateful for? And then lastly, you know, how can I pray for you? Anybody out in our listening audience today, I challenge you today to make that a Lenten commitment every day the rest of Lent. Find one person that you run across in Walmart or at the gas station or in your home or at your church and just invest in them for 10 minutes and ask those three questions of some brother or some sister that god brings into your life what are you going through what are you grateful for and how can i pray for you <laughs> i am telling you and i just affirm what justin is speaking if you do that with somebody the presence of jesus christ will be so manifested in that conversation yeah. that there will be great conversion all right it's simple friends we make it way too complicated Find somebody that God puts on your heart today and ask those three questions. I dare our listening audience to do it. And watch what the Holy Spirit does, all right? Go to action, friends. Do not just listen to the radio. Encounter people that come into your life today.
1: Yeah, and Justin, I also liked in our last segment you had brought up, what was it? Was it You Are Amazing? Is that right? What yeah. You were to, and here, here's why I like that. It seems so simple sometimes. We're like, uh, Really? but we live in a culture today where everything, we're so reactionary. It's just like someone says something negative and we respond with negativity, but the gift of affirmation, like you are made in God's image and likeness and I affirm that truth, that goodness, that beauty. There is something to bringing affirmation out into our world in a world that often neglects it and doesn't have that uh, sense of affirmation. So I, I think that it seems simple, like you're amazing, but even just saying to people who constantly hear negative messages over and over again, like an affirmative word, like it has power, does it not?
2: Yeah, and, and I can tell you that I Coach Basketball, we're called Team Amazing. <laughs> and our whole goal is to bring the amazing message to everybody we meet. And so our missionaries, too, who are going to be in Bismarck and North Dakota in this area for the next, you know, 20, 30 days. They bring that message, and I can tell you it works even when you get pushback. I had a kid one time say, everybody's not amazing. I go, oh, why do you say that? He goes, "Who's well, my dad? He left me. I go, oh, you, your dad left you. Yeah, what he did was wrong. That wasn't right. But I go, your dad's still amazing. He goes, you can't prove that. He was a big football player at this event. I was doing at an all-boys school. Because um, our heart is we do events all across the country. We do family parish missions. Hard as Nails does, you know, a full city outreach. Where we'll get a 1,000 to 10,000 people to come out and ask people to become Catholic, to say yes to Christ. We do that as well. So we really reach out to the lost souls of the House of Israel. And so I go to the kid. I go, I'll prove to you right now your dad to me. He says, you can't do that. You don't know. I've been through so much with my dad. I took care of my little brothers and sisters. You don't know how that feels. I go, you're right. I don't know how I feel." But your dad's still amazing, and I'll prove it to you right now. I go, you were real with me. Let me be real with you. I go, answer these questions. He goes, what? I go, did it hurt you when your dad left? He goes, yeah, I was a kid. I go, did you ever cry about it? He goes, what? I go, answer the question. Did you ever cry about it? He goes, of course I cried about it. It hurt. And I go, yeah, if your dad wasn't amazing, it wouldn't have hurt so bad. He just didn't know how amazing he was. And that's why he left you. Mm -hmm. You see, in our culture right now, we don't know that we've been paid for at a price. That for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. When God the Father sent Jesus to die on the cross, he stamped us amazing, amazing, amazing. We are God's kids every one of us, if we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. And that's the message we need to bring. You can't change who you are. And if you go to, you know, my Instagram, uh, our, our mission, Your Amazing HN, or Justin Fatica, every day there's messages about the Your Amazing message that you can share, that you can reach out, about our basketball team, about all the good things, the events we do. And, but most importantly, what matters is that we go out there and when someone hurts, I've had people go, I say, you're amazing. They're like, F you. I go, you're still amazing. Then they smile. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like, my big thing is you you don't change how you love somebody because of their reaction. Jesus never did that. He was, he was the presence of God regardless of the reaction. He saw that Pilate was amazing. You could even tell by how he handled it.
3: So beautiful, Justin. I, I, I'm just sitting here thinking about um, just my heart as a pastor. I'm like, man, how do I get this guy here? How do I get your ministry to my community? <laughs> yeah. And and I'm just wondering yeah. if you could just speak to say somebody's out there and they're listening and they're, they they want to get connected to the ways in which the Holy Spirit's stirring in, in your ministry and bearing fruit. Like like how does how does a, a parish or a community or a diocese get connected? And what exactly kind of does your ministry do? to build up the body of Christ um, throughout the country?
2: Well, yeah, just so you know, we're a private lay association of the faithful. We have three bishops that oversee us. Um, uh, and basically our job is to go to areas to have our missionary team, along with myself, who's one of the main evangelists, along with a couple others that we have, to to, to bring the gospel to that area through parish missions, through high school events, through citywide or community-wide outreach. And really, our goal is to help encourage the evangelization efforts that are all going on. So we're more of like a a St. Paul mission, where it's like, hey, we need help with this parish for A, B, and C, and we do our best to assist you in that. So you can go to AmazingNation, AmazingNation.org, and find out we have over i think 15 events different types of events that we do um with uh grammar schools with middle schools i i personally have done over a thousand live events since i was uh, 19 years old i've been doing this in a professional way since i was 19 and town to town uh, we just want to help people uh wherever we've gone i've gone to north dakota to fargo done the conference uh, i think two or three times and and we're going to Bismarck next year. And really just to be honest, I want to encourage North Dakota, Minnesota, I want to encourage you not to get discouraged because you have so many good movements going on in your area. And we're in New York and I know like a lot of people pick on New York, but it isn't easy. I don't have somebody to call and go, Hey, you know, what lay movement, you know, could could help. With our movement, we're one of the few over the, uh, all the way till you get to the New York City area. So know that a lot of you are doing such good work, and I know about a lot of the movement out there in, in Minnesota, in, in the Dakotas, in that area country. And I know a lot of you might be discouraged, but you keep up the good work and know that God sees your rejection. God sees your pain and suffering. And you know what? He's proud of you. He's proud of you because he didn't say his son to die for a loser. He <laughs> said his son to die for a gift.
1: And Amen. Amen, brother. Uh, we've been talking this morning with uh, Justin Fatika, Hard as Nails Ministry. Justin, it has been a pleasure uh, to talk with you uh, this morning. God bless you and all that you're doing, and keep the faith, brother. Uh, keep living it, and uh, know we're praying for you and pray for us. Okay. All right. Love
2: you, Ben. Love you, Father Brandon.
1: All right. All right thanks, God bless Justin. you. You have a great day. So, all right. Well, that was that was a great segment, and uh, we're heading toward a little break here. And are you called to be missionary? So, this next segment, we're going to dive into those realities of, of missionary life and how we're called to mission. So, we'll be looking at at that next here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us.
0: This is Real Presence Live